1: We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24 7, US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in HOPE and text BOBBY to 785 833 that's B-O-B-B-Y
1: to 785-833. Here we go. Uh. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting right. across America. Turn it up, oh. this is the Bobby Bonds Show. Let's go. Hello. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, we're going to go to Joy before we hop in the phones here. Joy's calling us from North Carolina. Hey, Joy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Joy, now it's Christmas time and you see your name everywhere. <laughs> Does it feel great?
2: It really does,
1: yeah. you know. And people love pointing that out, so I've gotten oh. used to it in my 28 years being here. Good tidings of comfort and
3: joy.
1: Yes. <laughs> joy to the world. Jo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Joy, what would you like to say? I heard...
3: Raymundo's Kings commercial, and he just sounded so good. I wanted to give him a shout out.
1: Come on, Raymundo! Yes. Yeah, it's Compliment Tuesday here. What do you want to say? Uh, it probably took me like ten times to record it, but thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, we played that on the air too. I thought it was, you know, Ray. When it comes to doing commercials, he he's probably the best as far as just like sounding like a great announcer. So I appreciate you calling and saying that.
2: Yeah, he he definitely does. Very clear. Very enunciation
3: is perfect. He he's awesome.
1: Ray, you are awesome, and I hope this. You know, start your day in a positive way. All right, thank you, Joy. Hey, Joy, good tidings to you. <laughs> Likewise. Have a good one. I'm going to say that when I hang up people until Christmas. I like that. Hey, good tidings <laughs> to you. All right, let's start the show. Oh, yeah, Eddie, you liked it. You can go first. Here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Woo! Guys, I have a new
3: favorite word, and I've, ne- I've heard of this word before, but I've never really used it, and this past weekend, I used it two times.
1: And that word is?
3: Bamboozled. Mm. Isn't that a great word? It's a good Bamboozled. word. Bamboozled. So, like, I went to an event, and uh, it was, like tr- Oh, well, Black Friday. It was a lot of traffic, and I saw a sign that said parking. I go, oh well, there's the parking for the event. I pull in there. It was about ten minutes to wait for that parking, so I get finally to the parking lot attendant, and she says that'll be forty uh, dollars. I'm like, what? Forty dollars? She's like, well, you don't have to park here. You can go further, but that traffic looks pretty bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got bamboozled. Mm. And then that parking wasn't even close to the event, and I was like, damn, we really got bamboozled. That's a double bamboozle. Wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love it.
1: That's a good word. It's a good word. I like. I sometimes I'll toss out the old bamboozle too. I think I
3: got it from you because I've heard you say it. I've
1: said it a couple times, but <laughs> you know what? You want to put a flag in it? I you love can it. claim that land <laughs> All right. for sure. All right, up next here is lunchbox, everybody.
0: USA, 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 guys. Today is the most important day and U.S. men's soccer history. We play at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 Central, 11 Pacific. We battle Iran. And if we win, we advance. We need all your support. Those boys over there are playing their hearts out, and they need you cheering. So let me hear you guys say it. USA! 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 USA. Is
1: there any chance we tie? There is a chance. There's always
0: that chance. But if oh we, if it's we, the
1: worst. I, it's The, the tying has got to stop.
0: Here's the thing. If we tie, we don't advance. So we have to win to move on.
1: I'm sure we'll tie. Well, there's with been a that... Of we, first of all, we tie all the time. <laughs> and tying's stupid. <sighs> so dumb. I like in America where you win or lose. Mm-hmm. It's so black or white in America, which it shouldn't be. You know, there should be more nuance <laughs> that I think about it, just in general. But I just pray that's not... A, and how do we... We have to beat Iran, right? What are they going to do? We have to beat no, Iran. No no, but they're, they're, no, 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 no. Don't ask that question. Like... You know. It's Iran. No. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But they're the twentieth best team in
1: the world. Okay, but we're the number one best country in the world. Uh-huh. Okay, well USA, I agree. I did watch us play England. Oh, it was awesome. It was a tie. <laughs> It was No a tie. goal scored.
0: But was it not? In, it was intense. I, it was intense, but it was a tie. It's okay. It's okay to be a tie if there's intense. Like, it's there's a lot of action and drama. So it's okay Except to tie for, today? No, no. No, nope. we uh, cannot exactly. exactly. tie today. Okay. Well, we, have today have to we have to Let win. Let me hear you guys. US. I just don't want to
1: watch it for three hours and then be, be bamboozled when there's no goal. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, up next, here she is, Amy, everybody. Say a little something.
2: So my son and I were the only two people at the house, and we wanted to build a fire, but I've never done it by myself before. And at 41 years old, I found myself Googling how to build a fire in the fireplace. And there are tons of YouTube videos, and I love the people. I love a good video where it shows you step-by-step exactly what to do. So I was like watching it. I was like, okay, pause. Turn the little knob thingy. Pause. Oh, kindling. Put that in. That's the key right there. Oh, light the thing. Woo. Open the flu.
3: The what? And
2: the flu? Oh. That's what you say? Yeah. I don't know. It's an important part. Not what part. I say. What do you say?
1: I say, hey, Bear girls, show me how to make this with a battery and a Brillo pad, and then we do. That's this how we use how it. Like, and okay, okay, he's like, okay, Bobby. He's like, Bobby, I'm glad you fireplace. Guys, I did this in 1994. <laughs> we were running in the Alpine De- Yes.
2: <laughs> but you have to remember to close the flu, or you'll wake up, and it'll be freezing cold.
1: It's called the flu? The flu. That's the flap that covers the... flu,
2: F-L-O-U, them. maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Flue, New. it's or the <laughs> your flue liner is the vertical passageway that transports the waste of gas to the outdoors. Think of the chimney as the exhaust pipe that transports smoke. Yes. So there if you're... you
2: don't open it, smoke will be everywhere.
1: I think what we know, what we learn here is there's a video on YouTube for everything. 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 Yes, and most of them are pretty good. Yeah. And TikTok's also got some pretty good stuff now too. All right, and finally, right, hit me up from Mountain Pine, Arkansas. His dog's nickname is Fatness Everdeen, and sometimes people on our show Facebook are really mean. Oh yes. Bobby Bones. Thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you very much. Fatness Everdeen, Fat Benatar, Fat Sprat, would eat no cat. Fat Sajak. Fat Sajak. Yeah, oh, I thought I'm about A that. lot of that. Yeah, Good that's on. my dog, bulldog, Stanley, who's put on a lot of weight. Um, we listened to the book, Sharper Objects. You, ever, you, know, you know that one? No. no. What it is it? It was also a series on HBO. And so Sharper Objects was a book. I'm not a big fiction guy, but my wife was like, hey, let's listen to this book on our, our road trip. And it was like nine hours long. And so... We made a deal. We listened to her book for 30 minutes, and we listened to some podcast. And I had a lot of, I like, you know, learning about the history of the can opener and stuff like that. And so we'd switch off. But then she knows how OCD I am that I have to finish it on this road trip or I'm probably gonna die in a fire. Like I I feel that way. Like if we don't finish this whole thing. So most of it was me going, we have to keep listening because we have to finish this by the time we get home. But it was pretty good. Amy Adams is the girl on HBO. And she's the person that it's about, but it's about a reporter who goes back to her hometown to try to solve a murder of these two young girls. Oh. Yeah. This sounds good. It's got twists and turns. Oh, and then right. we, And then it more turns and twists. Okay. Sharper object? Sharp object. Oh, sharp. Okay. How long is that audiobook? Nine to 12 hours, I think. Perfect. Flock. It's long. <laughs> it's long. It's long. She got me, though. Because <laughs> I would go and we listen to, I listened to how um, Mozart died. I wanted to hear the story about how he died, his career and how you want it whatever she and,
3: probably hated
1: that yeah it wasn't her favorite <laughs> and so then we go back to hers but then I started doing the math and I was like well if we drive the whole way I'm not going to be able to finish so we just had to listen to that most nice. of the whole time yeah yeah, she's smarter than the average bear. She got me. But it's, it's good. It's called Sharp Objects. The book would be good, but the audiobook was good, and I'm sure the series on HBO is pretty good, too. But that's what's up. We're starting the show now. It's time for the mailbag.
0: You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah.
1: Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend of four years proposed to me on Thanksgiving. I am so excited. We've been talking about getting married for a while now. I'm so excited to spend the rest of my life with him. There's just one issue. I do not love the ring he proposed to me with. It's not the cut or the color that I dreamed of. He told me after the fact that he had gone to my best friend to get info on what I wanted. Even with that information from her, it was not even close. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I know it's not about the ring. I'd marry him if he proposed with a 25-cent ring, but it wasn't cheap. He saved and spent a good amount of money on it. And since I'm going to wear it the rest of my life, shouldn't it be something that I would... Look down on and look down at forever and think about love. Do you think it would break his heart if I asked him if we could exchange it and go pick one out together? Or should I suck it up and be happy with what I have? Signed, fearful fiance. Well, he went to your best friend and she led him astray.
2: Yeah, or he didn't
1: listen. That stinks. (laughs) And that's unfortunate for every single person is a loser in that situation. You are, he is, she is. Everybody lost in that one. First of all, congratulations, and everything we're going to say after this point is trivial because what really matters is that he loves you, you love him, that you're getting married, and that you're going to have a wonderful wedding and marriage. Yeah. Everything past beep is trivial, okay? Okay. It sucked to have a ring that you don't like every single day. Every day. Because everybody wants to look at it and talk about it. Not just you have a piece of jewelry that maybe you don't love, but it's going to be the center of attention for the next three to six months. Oh, you got engaged? Oh, let me see the ring. Oh, you got to post a picture of it. Oh, you got. And there's no reason that you should be like, oh, I really don't want to. There's no reason that should happen. Now, that's unfortunate for you. Now, let's talk about if it's going to be unfortunate for him or not, because he tried as hard as he could. And it does sound like he wanted to do. And I think the fact that he went to your friend allows you to have a little more freedom to go to him and go, hey, I think she was wrong on this because that's what you have to do you can't go tell him i hate it or it's not what i dreamed of and you did you did a bad job because he went to your friend you have the freedom and a little bit of leeway to go hey this is awesome i think she led you a little bit astray with what i really like Mm. and it's gonna be uncomfortable so know that but you can put this on her for sure because she's the one that made him go get that one and I think everybody will be okay with that. I think she would She'll be understand. okay with that. I think it's better for you. And I think he will, although take a gut punch, it won't be a full gut punch right to the middle of the gut. It'll just like clip him from the side. Mm-hmm. And But I do think you can go and be like, hey, I love the ring. No, don't say that. It's a lie. And lying's okay sometimes. I would say, <laughs> hey, I love the fact that you really tried to nail this ring because it does mean a lot to me. But I think she kind of gave you a wrong idea and then go from there.
2: Especially because he spent Mm -hmm. a lot and she knows it.
1: And if you'd marry him anyway for 25 cents, great. That's why I feel so good about having this conversation. Because if you were like, he didn't get it big enough and I wanted it bigger, I'd just crumple it up, throw it away and be like, he picked the wrong girl. You're the wrong, but you're not. You're the right girl. You can have this uncomfortable conversation, but I would approach him with, I'm so happy that we're getting married. I've been waiting for this forever. I think, as Lunchbox would say, Sally Sally, the friend gave you a wrong idea about the ring that I wanted. Is there any way we could talk about And he'll be hurt for a second, but he'll be very happy long-term that you did this. That's my advice. Now, if he did it all with his own heart and soul, that's, that's, that's way touchier. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's way touchier. But luckily, Sally exists, and you can put it all on her. <laughs> <laughs> Sally's fault. But it will be uncomfortable, but it also will be worth it.
2: Do you give Sally a heads up. <laughs>
1: Nah. No, I don't think you have to Because okay. if you can throw
3: Sally under the bus, just throw her under the bus You
1: never see her again, you know it's, uh, it's They call that collateral friend. damage <laughs> You lose some people No, I, th- I don't think he'll go to her I'm just picturing I don't think anybody him calling to-
2: Sally and being like, thanks a lot
1: Nah, I don't think that would be the case Yeah, I mean, you can if you want If Sally's cool, you could <laughs> Otherwise, okay, that's it Thank you for the email Congratulations on your engagement and close it up. We've got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. You saw that Jenna Bush said she saw a ghost in the White House?
2: Yeah, she was talking about how, I guess, her sister were there. It's when her dad was president and they heard, like, the piano being played. And she, whoever this ghost was, she said that she was very kind. They're nice. And I was like, God, immediately I thought a lunchbox.
1: You know, if there was a ghost somewhere, I would think it would be a place like the White House. Yeah. Uh, old. Old a lot of place. Spirits. It's been there for hundreds of years. It's seen and done and made some big decisions. Like,
0: I would get that. But lunchbox, you were where? Your friend Timmy's? No. Buddy Mark lived four houses down. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and... And it was
2: built in what, like the 80s?
0: Uh, probably the 80s, I would guess. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. And Well, uh, that ghost, young. <laughs> yeah. No, it was young. Yeah, whippersnapper ghost, yeah? <laughs> no, it was a four-year-old. Never you never
1: said this. How does he know the age? Okay, go ahead. So tell the, our listeners the story. Real, give them the abbreviated so, version. So
0: I was getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and the ghost shoved me in the, clo- the hallway closet. And so closed a four-year-old the- can shove you in a closet? Yeah, ghost, guys, ghosts are strong. <laughs> I was only, what, eight, nine years? I mean, I was young. And so he threw me in the closet and closed the door and it got really cold in there and I couldn't open the door. And I had to bang on the door and Mark had to come and let me out. Yeah. And we used to be there after school and you would see footprints on the stair steps and it would up, up, unlock and lock the door. Front door. We'd sit on the couch and it would unlock and no one would be near the door. When Jenna Bush says she saw a ghost in the White House, I, I
1: struggle with that, but I go, you know what? If there were a place where a ghost would be, it'd probably be the White House. I believe yeah. her. Now, I'm not a big guy that believes ghosts are hanging out at playing piano. I think if you can go to another world and... I'd probably be hanging out with Lincoln or something. I probably wouldn't be down. But okay. The reason to our new listeners that we don't always agree or even believe Lunchbox is that he has a lot of stories like this. Uh, Let our listeners know about that shark story.
0: Yeah. When I was younger, me and my cousin, uh, we were off the coast of uh, Georgia and we were paddle boating and a shark took a bite of the paddle boat and luckily we survived. Luckily.
1: <laughs> what about that time you delivered a baby at the post office?
0: Yes, I was in line at the post office. Uh It was on Palmer Lane, and a lady in front of me went into labor, and I held her hand as she delivered a baby right there on the post office floor, mm-hmm. and so, she squeezed hard. It's just one after the
1: other, and at one point we lie detected him, and he failed every question.
0: Really? Yeah, but you know on which cool? one the ba- the, the all, ghost all, one. All all two, all you know what's cool three. about the lie detector thing? Yeah, you can't miss it. It's not admissible in court. We're not in court. I, well, that's what I'm saying. If it's not good enough for court. It's not really real.
2: And he was nervous.
1: And he did say that, but he's on the show every single day. Yeah, but when you have some <laughs> a machine strapped to
0: you, totally
1: different. Which one do you believe most? That a ghost trapped him in the closet? That a shark ate <gasps> part of his paddle board? Paddle boat? Boat, not boat. Or he board. helped deliver a baby in a post office?
2: I have to go baby.
1: I have to go baby. I mean, he and held him. the lady's hand. He, I believe that. He didn't, but he that's didn't. the one he didn't even I have to choose. I think he's like got there after it was over and right. someone told him a story about it yeah. or something. Yeah. But are we going with that one. We yeah. have to choose one, that one.
2: Right. There's no Which sure one are you most well, I,
1: you forgot to give option D, all the above. Which one are you most proud of? Oh, proud of? Like which one's the story you like to tell the
0: most? Uh the ghost is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean cause, and that that's a really intense one. Uh the paddle the paddleboard boat thing is uh really good. The baby, oh, that happens all the time. Paddle a board sh- or boat? Boat. It's the paddle boat. boards weren't around back then. He
1: missed Just that. checking. But uh-huh.
0: Bobby kept saying board, and he, he messed me up. But sharks
1: don't really attack...
0: You don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> in the it movies, was... they do. But they don't really attack boats for no reason. Uh, maybe there was some blood on it. I don't know. <laughs> wow, were you chumming the water? Your boat was bleeding? <laughs> no, maybe my cousin had a cut on his foot. I don't know, but there's no reason. The shark didn't stick and around to say, how? But leak? how deep were you? Oh, we were about... <laughs> 13, 14 feet. And how, then how, how big was the shark? Oh, it was about ah. six feet. <laughs> Let's just say. Six, seven feet. It was a big sucker.
2: How far off the coast of Georgia?
0: We were right there on the beach, guys. I mean, I don't know. We didn't go like deep sea. How much paddle. did it cost to rent the boat? Good question. <laughs> that would ha- You'd have to ask my mom or my aunt. I have no idea.
2: Oh, so we have witnesses? Hey, have you ever talked to the cousin? Exactly.
0: Historically... Georgia sharks rarely attack, but
1: they are present, swimming in the coastal waters of Georgia's beaches. Thank you. The East, it says they rarely attack. Rarely, but they do. That's probably every <laughs> beach. Okay. <laughs> this is what we deal with to our listeners, though. Oh, boy. It's just one Wait, story.
2: what's yeah. your cousin's name? Kevin. 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 We should talk to Kevin. Can we talk
1: to Kevin? No, he'll call him, or he'll act like Kevin. Okay. Like he, he does when Kevin. he's his agent.
2: And we should talk to Mark.
1: I'm Lunchbox's agent. <laughs> yeah. Dude, change, at least change your voice. Sorry. I'm Lunchbox's agent. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's time for the good news.
2: With producer Eddie. Tell me something good.
3: Earlier this year, I talked to you guys about Connor Wright. He is a 12-year-old kid from Boston. He wanted to do something good for the kids that were stuck in the pandemic and COVID. They were like, you know, couldn't get outside. So he made them little kindness kits. Stuff like toys, treats, whatever, and he would deliver them to kids' houses to make them feel better. Well, he's upped his game. He's been doing it for a year now. He said, all right, pandemic's over. He's going to children's hospitals, shelters, mm. and he's delivering more stuff and kindness kids to kids out there that need it.
1: He's the one that keeps doing the stuff that he started during the pandemic. Yes. He's the one. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> he's the one. Anything I started, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm really going to cycle a lot, and I'm going to learn Spanish, and haven't looked at a bike or even had a taco since then
3: <laughs> it's not you anymore mm,
1: it's not but good for him that's an awesome story he's a kid too yeah when they have ten thousand things happening uh great job that is what it's all about that was tell me something good let's go over and talk to matt in chicago who's on the phone right now hey matt welcome to the show buddy how are you I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're going to do it. Oh, morning. morning. I interrupted old Matt there. Sorry about that. We're going to play a game here and give Matt a chance to win a prize. We're going to play the Bobby Feud. Now, before we uh, talk about the prize here, the Bobby Feud, the question is the country artist with the best smile? Ooh. We polled 2,000 listeners. What? We said, what country artist has the best smile? 2,000 of our listeners. What country artist has the best smile? Top 10 answers are on the oh. board. Now, Lunchbox will go first. Now, Matt, here's how you come into play. You get to pick the person who you think is going to win the Bobby Feud. And if they win, you win. But if they lose, you lose. Okay, Matt, you got Amy Lunchbox already. Who are you looking at here?
3: Well, if I choose Lunchbox, he's only going to pick the girls. So I'm going to go with Eddie because he's going to go both sides of the table here. You know what? That's good
1: strategy. That is good. That's good strategy. So, uh, up for grabs. We have some crap from the back. Hey, Scuba Steve, what is in the crap from the back pile?
3: We've got 8-Bit Christmas on DVD, Don't Worry Darling, which is that Harry Styles new Great movie, movie on DVD. Yeah, that's uh, A-plus movie. What was the first one? The uh, 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas. It's actually pretty good. I saw It's a movie. It's okay, fun. go ahead. And then we got a Blake Shelton throwback type t-shirt. Got it. Jockey t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And everyone's favorite game, Blank Slate.
1: Okay. Is there anything else, Matt, you'd like for us to add into the prize box?
3: You know, it's funny you ask. I'm actually going to your show in Vegas this weekend, and I would love if I had the chance to do a meet-and-greet.
1: Okay, so we're going to add that to the prize box. Throw that in there? Yeah, I'll throw it in there. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Why not?
0: I'm saying really a lot of pressure
1: win. on Eddie. Lunchbox, you need to win. Well, uh, man, I don't know who I, I mean, happens. I don't care. I mean, Matt. But if he doesn't win, we can't give him the prize. All right, Matt, so you come coming to Vegas on Sunday night? I am Alright buddy Well good luck I hope you win And I'd love to meet you But only if you win Because I only meet winners Alright here we go Lunchbox Top 10 answers Are on the board We asked 2,000 listeners What country artist Do you think Has the best smile Carrie Underwood Show me Carrie Underwood Correct She's the number 2 answer That's 2 points That's what I'm talking about Now remember Round 2 points double Round 3 points triple Uh. Oh yes Lunchbox Man I don't know anymore That's it
0: You can pick people who, like, your wife thinks, you know? Yeah. My wife does like this guy. She follows him on Instagram. I don't know about his smile, though. Thomas Rhett. Show me Thomas Rhett. Uh, My wife led me astray. Eddie, coming over to you. All right, let's go with
1: the easiest, Bones. Luke Bryan. Show me Luke Bryan. Number one answer. Good job, buddy.
3: All right, and then this guy's got a good set of teeth, so give me Dustin Lynch. Show me Dustin Lynch. Number nine. It's a big point getter there. Ugh. Hey, I feel like she has resting smile face, so give me Reba. Show me Reba. Come on. Number three. Good job. You ever seen Garth smile? Yeah, i seen him smile a lot. I mean, that is the best smile I've ever seen in country music. Give me Garth Brooks. Show me
1: G-Man. Oh, what? Oh. He smiles in all his albums. Yeah, he makes me smile, too. Yeah. Eddie, F, 13 points. Going over to Amy. Amy, you got a lot of answers on the board here.
2: I mean, she's the nicest woman in country music but also maybe the world Dolly
1: show me Dolly Parton oh no, wow. I have that okay. okay so Eddie is leading right now Matt you're in good shape you got uh, a big lead uh, all points double right now Lunchbox
0: man I have no idea but we'll go with Miranda Lambert show me Miranda oh. there we go I don't think country artists smile that much oh they smile for sure
3: Eddie I'll give you no- another one that loves to smile Give me George Strait. Show me
1: the king. Oh. Ah, okay. It's a tough one. Tough question. Dang,
2: I am like running What out. country
1: artist do you think has the best smile? Luke Bryan's at one. Carrie's at two. Reba's at three. Ah, of course. What? Okay. I got it. I got one. I forgot. And then Dustin Lynch is at nine.
2: Okay. Amy, uh, du- Blake. Po- points worth double. Blake Shelton.
1: Show me Blake. He was
2: people oh. Magazine's whatever hottest yeah. somebody
1: let you, you got yeah, triple sexiest points sexiest here. Man alive. You need to channel your friends, your wife, your dog. Are you going to go shut out for the
0: uh, No, I get, I'm, no, you I, have two I got carry on the Thank points. you. That's I'm true. on the board. <laughs> yeah. You know, my wife always says, "I wish I had a smile like that. I wish you smiled more like Keith Urban does." All right. That's I'll, good. Remember all points are triple. Show me Keith
1: Urban. <laughs> Worth 5 points, so that's, that's a 15, 15 pointer. Boom! Lunchbox takes the lead.
0: Mm. Yeah. You know, my wife watches a cooking show, and there's a lady on there that smiles all the time. Her name is Trisha Yearwood. So I'm going to go with Trisha Yearwood. Show him!
1: Trisha Yearwood!
0: <laughs> that's stupid. And that's
1: it for Lunchbox, but he is in the lead with 17 <laughs> points. Off the board are one, Luke Bryan, two, Carrie Underwood, three, Reba, five, Keith Urban, and nine, Dustin Lynch. What country artist do you think has the best smile? Eddie. I got it. You need one or you lose. I got it. This dude
3: smiles all the time. Give me Tim McGraw. Let's go.
1: Mr. Smiley Tim McGraw. Show him Mr. Smiley Tim McGraw.
0: Yeah.
1: Your number four answer. That's worth 12 points. Dang, Eddie takes the lead with 25 points. Okay, okay, oh, wow. okay, okay. Amy, you're still in this easily. Because if you get the number 10 answer...
2: Well, he's still going, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still going.
1: Okay, I got it. Go ahead. I mean, he's got a really
3: unique laugh, but when you laugh, you smile. So give me Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker! <laughs>
1: ah. I mean, if you get the number 10 answer, you automatically win. I know. All points are tripled. You have four answers left on the board. It's not good. Well,
2: I feel like since Tim McGraw's on there, people might be like, oh, yeah, Faith Hill. She has a beautiful smile.
1: Faith Hill.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. What'd you have? Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. All right, that's oh incorrect. Um, Eddie, you are the winner. Nice. All right. Yeah, hey, right, we'll take it, we'll take wow. it. Okay. And we get to meet our boy. Yes, Matt, you are the winner. We're going to send you a, bu- a, a package of <laughs> crap from the back. And then uh, Eddie and I will meet you on Sunday.
3: That is awesome.
1: Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Um, stay on the line. We'll get your information. And then I'll have uh, Morgan, number one, reach out and set up that meet and greet, okay? Perfect, appreciate it. Uh, all right, buddy, there he is. Okay, here we go. The number six answer was Sam Hunt.
3: thought oh. about
1: that. The number seven answer was Kane Brown. Oh. The number eight answer was Jake Owen. Dude. And the number ten answer was Carly Pierce. Yeah, not a lot of women on there. I was in trouble. But Eddie is our big winner. All right. right. Eddie, All right. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Going into 2023, they talked to women between the ages of 21 and 51. And what's the number one thing that? women are attracted to now this is not 1950 this is not 1989 this is today okay this is the most accurate representation they say of what women are looking for in a man amy you're first okay are we talking physical i'm or just like... saying what are they attracted to it could be anything. anything okay they just ask they talk to them and they say this is it
2: personality
1: okay pretty vague but personality okay eddie sense of humor Okay. They love to laugh. Part of a personality, but somebody who's funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. They love funny okay. people. Funny guys. Lunchbox? Size of their bank account. <laughs> oh, my God. That was scary. Yeah, you let us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Wow. So, they're- money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What can you provide for me? Can you send me on that trip? Can you buy me that watch? Can you buy me that purse? Can you buy That's what they want to know. So,
2: what did your wife see in you?
0: Fame.
1: But no. does fame have a direct correlation to money with you? Yeah. <laughs> really?
0: It does? Yeah. But what she didn't know is that we were going to do separate bank accounts.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> yeah. Got her. Got her. Got her. Yeah, got, got, it. got her. got her good. Are you rich? I'm Not rich. I need to get there. I'm still working on that. I mean... But what do you... What do you say, yeah, you got fame and money. Yeah, well, I mean, I have more money than I did when I was 20. That's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, good, man. Good for
0: you. But I'm still not there yet. You're like, I, I double still, that age. I, I still can't retire.
1: A recent survey found that women in a survey that said, "Hey, what's the number one thing you're attracted to?" Women are most attracted to financial resources, revenue streams, and power. Boom! What? 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 Then what? Then, I told you.
3: Not I mean not Then it's followed men.
1: Then it's followed by a kind heart. And finally, intelligence rounds out the top things that women are attracted to. They put those first as number one, financial resource, revenue streams, power. Number two, a kind heart. And number three was intelligence. Where's they, that sense of humor? Is that on there? No. They talk. They, to, they
0: find you funny when you have money.
2: Revenue streams? Who answers that?
0: You are a lot funnier with money. Here. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Who gets asked that question and that's what comes out of their mouth? Oh, you know, I really find revenue streams attractive. I
1: think there's probably a lot of options there. Okay. Researchers asked over 10,000 women in America, 21 to 51, Shall and they we... asked them specifically about their ideal man. They got even more specific. They said their ideal man was six foot tall and earned more than $270,000 a year. Oh, wow. Jeez.
2: That's crazy.
1: Ladies, settle down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they want it. it.
2: I, mean, that...
0: I mean, it's true. It's just <laughs> that's part not, of life. Ch- that's not love, though. Like oh. But again, you wouldn't
1: have married your wife had you not been physically attracted to her at first correct but you could say well that's not love you just think she's hot
2: no
0: no she didn't but have any money though man we broke. But again, were broke we were broke as different. a joke
1: but it's different I'm saying we're attracted
0: yeah. to, to how things look yeah and women like how it sounds but also, you're the CEO let's go okay that's what they say <laughs> I, women aren't as visual
1: as men are it could be a, a, a litany of different things and it could be, as this says, it could be a guy, someone that can provide. Uh, and Maybe that goes back to caveman days. I don't know. That's not provide. That's more than that's. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's provide yeah, lifestyle. Yes, but it's, M- yes, most but it's men providing. It's security.
2: Are not making that. So yes, where but okay. Are all but, these okay men? but you don't
1: pick the what you're most attracted to isn't what the average is. You don't go. I'm most attracted to something average. You go. I'm most attracted to something dynamic.
2: Okay, or attainable. Something,
1: but you're not. You're not most attracted to something that's attainable. Oh. I don't like that survey, man. Me either. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Makes you feel bad, doesn't it? It really does. There's a woman in Florida who's suing Kraft Heinz Food Company because she says that it takes longer to cook it than it says on the box. Mm. In a class action suit, she says, you know what? I would have never purchased it had I known it was going to take longer. According to the suit, the front of the box says ready in three and a half minutes. However, the instructions list four steps and just one of them is microwave for three and a half minutes. So I can't possibly be in. So she's seeking more than
0: $5 million. Wow. If she wins... I'll tell you what. Every box you do, I am going to start suing a lot of people. (laughs) Minute rice. Minute rice. I mean. They're done. Oh, cookbooks. It says, oh, it takes 15 minutes. Yeah, right. Guess what? You owe me some money. I got a feeling she ain't going to win. You don't think so? She may get like a month's supply of of
1: macaroni and cheese, (laughs) but that's it. (laughs) Here's a voicemail from Darcy in Oregon.
2: I just wanted to suggest maybe doing sad country songs for flying karaoke. think it would be
1: hilarious. Let me know what y'all think. That would be a funny one for the next blind karaoke. All sad country songs. Because like they have it. to go slow. And so you can't just gloss over the words. So, Mike, note that one. That's a good one.
0: The Here's
1: Amy's pile of stories.
2: Almost half of men admit that they're totally clueless when it comes to buying gifts for their other half. And Christmas shopping should be starting right about now. So, some tips that are out there are you need to talk to... Her BFF, or maybe her sister, or someone in her life that might know her taste. And if you're thinking about getting her jewelry, experts say too, you can kind of dig through her jewelry box. No, don't. Oh no.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Okay. Well, that's what they say. Don't
1: mm-hmm. spend that kind of money without really solid help from her. Okay. You Smart. could go, hey, we're gonna get you something for Christmas. We're gonna. The jewelry is just too much. It's just too awkward whenever she doesn't love it, but you've spent that much. Don't do jewelry.
2: That's exactly what men say here. They have been stung in the past at their choice of jewelry and that they are shocked when she wants to exchange it for something different.
1: Jewelry or things that are alive. Don't do that unless Christmas. Oh No, 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 don't do it. Go with her. Don't buy it for her because you will never know if she really wants to exchange it. And then if she does really want to exchange it, either of them, the alive things or the jewelry, your feelings are going to be hurt. Uh go with her. Okay, that's 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 that on that. All right, what else?
2: Okay, so have you heard about how Colin Farrell was arrested for attempted murder? Which one's he? Colin Farrell? So
1: he's not mm. Colin Firth and he's not <laughs> Colin
2: He's got the dark He's not Will hair. Ferrell. He's right.
1: he Australian. Oh, is he like the guy yes. that's kind of grody? Yes. Like he's kind of grody looking? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but he's kind of yeah. hot. Gro- <laughs> yeah, got it. That's him. Got it.
2: Yeah, so he was actually in Australia when officers came up to him with a pencil sketch of someone that had attempted to kill a guy. And it looked just like him. And I think the officers even said to him, like, hey, what do you, what do you think about this? He goes, well, I think, I think I'm in trouble if that's what you think the guy looks like. So they took him in, and he was part of the lineup and all the things. And sure enough, when they did arrest the real guy, they looked so much alike. But he could have been put away for a murder that he didn't
1: commit. There's a viral clip, and it's probably 10 years old now. Where the newscaster's like, hey, have you seen this guy? And there's a sketch up and it looks just like the newscaster. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They're like, he's accused of touching, w-. and it's it looks just like him. <laughs> That's he, funny. Yeah, like somebody said, buddy, we don't want to, <laughs> you, you shouldn't do this one. Let her do that one. And then I have a friend who lives in New York, and my friend's a comedian, and him and his buddy traveled to Los Angeles, and they were there, and they were investigating him. They thought he was a murderer. His name's Cosmo Kramer. And he
3: was okay. over. Oh, all right. <laughs> what happened? Kramer, Signed Got it. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, not
1: your your <laughs>
2: That's not my One of your buddies. friend. That's not my friend?
1: Oh. Okay, what else?
2: Keith Urban was talking about how he feels that the country community is being ripped apart. He feels as though we're a tribe, and he's concerned that there's just a lot happening right now, and we're not coming together like a family should, and we all need each other. So he's hopeful that, you know— Everybody can come together. Let
1: me tell you about the country community. The reason they say that is because we all live so c- close. They've people have always not got along. They just faked it really well. We all know that. We live here. There are artists that you think are best friends absolutely hate each other. They just fake it really well. Who's that? I'm not gonna say that right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. Names. <laughs> and it changes about every three months. <laughs> and good for Keith for saying that. What he's saying is, hey, we need to fake it better because yeah. you know there are some beefs out there, but it's not new. I think the political divide has created a place where people feel like they have to speak up about who they hate, and so, meaning which political candidates they don't like, and so that creates that. But there have always been big beefs here. Everybody just lives close, and that's why you have to act like your best friends. That's all. It's all fake anyway. All right, what else you want? Merry Christmas, all right.
2: everybody! All right. Hi, <laughs> Amy. That's my pile.
1: <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news
2: with Lunchbox. Tell me something
0: good. A few years ago, Jason Hansen, who's a mechanic, was in a motorcycle accident, got hurt, couldn't walk, and the community rallied around him and helped him get back on his feet. He's like, man, I need to pay it forward. So his neighbor was having a hard time, and he found an old van, fixed it up, gave it to his neighbor. Started doing that every year, finding someone in the community that needed a car. He'd fix it up on his own dime and give it to him. Well, this year, the community pitched in, got a new car, fixed it up, boom, gave it to someone. Toys and Santa Claus all helped deliver it to the family.
1: Wow. Dang, Santa Claus came in for yeah, that? He, he flew in, in a little in. early. That's how you know something's real special if Santa comes and does a remote. Mm-hmm. Like a, a early remote visit. Mm-hmm. Like even a satellite visit, you know? it's pretty cool, man. That he is pretty that. cool. That's how you know it's an amazing story. <laughs> that... Because you know what Santa Claus's fee is? What? Oh, his talent fee? Oh, His talent expensive. fee is very expensive no. unless he's coming in for something from the heart. Okay. Like, if you just want him to come in to, like, open up a new Chili's in town, pretty expensive. <laughs> but he comes in for free for stuff like that. <laughs> wow. So big shout out to the SC, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yep. That. And, and also him. What's his yeah, name? Jason Hanson. Jason Hanson. He's the real star <laughs> of the story here. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good.